Welcome to Vskill Stage Podcast. Vskill is a live extracurricular learning platform where our mission is to reimagine and democratize holistic education. Exposure to extracurricular learning at the right age is key to shaping one's personalities and developing the skills like communications critical thinking and self confidence we will be releasing a new episode every week with special guest speakers from around the world stay tuned for some wisdom from experience experts on learning childhood and parenting thank you so much uh, to anupam uh, for joining today's session and giving us the time to share his learnings with, in his journey so firstly we at weskill are extremely proud to be joined by mr anupam weskill is a live online learning platform teaching extra curricular education to children from the age group from 5 to 12 Mr Anupam has spent a lot of time in education starting first with creating a community of homeschoolers and after that he also launched a innovation platform where he helps schools with innovation and branding solutions called Edmonds and is now working on his latest venture called Mukshapath where he helps in promoting cultural consciousness among students The first question, Anupam, I have to ask you, uh, looking at your experience, is what brought you to education? I mean, you were someone who had spent so much time in the industry, and then why this sudden career change in twenty fourteen? Um, thank you so much for inviting me. First of all, <laughs> it's a, it's a it's a really um, uh, a great uh, you know I'm feeling happy to be on this platform. so um you know this is a very very interesting journey that i have got you know i was earlier working into industrial product selling space into international marketing and then uh, you know i think it was destiny to get into this thing so it happened because of some selfish reasons so like we were trying to you know first time became the the parents and then we are trying to help our own uh, daughter and uh, uh, soon we realized that uh, we do not know much about education and we wanted to learn about it and we were not very happy with the idea of school so we wanted to become homeschoolers and we were in kind of a situation where we were not able to take decision so i thought like i should learn from some of the people so i tried to learn it from various people i kind of went through regio or waldor for montessori and what not and soon i realized i do not understand anything i can still give you 2 hour 5 hour lecture on any of these things but even yeah. till today after so many years i feel like i know very less about those things so um, and long ago i was told that community is a very good way to kind of you know learn new things so i want i was yeah. actually hunting for a community which will help us to learn about this issue and i couldn't yeah. find one so so just for my out of my own needs we launched yeah. a community and that ways i kind of entered into and this this was a very very like it was 
fag end of 2014 and yeah so many people joined and i realized oh this was a need <laughs> and uh, yeah. so i was able to you know get into this thing so i was still in job for a while but uh, yeah. this thing started in fag end of 2014 yeah yeah and from that homeschooling community to then giving solutions for schools for innovation i mean uh, just if you could talk about how receptive were these schools for innovative solutions for education yeah so so the first thing is we started with homeschoolers community and then yeah. we also pivoted very soon into this um, entrepreneurs community so rather oh, wow. than this yeah. this as a homeschooler thing it yeah. rather became a entrepreneurs in education so like when okay. for two years i ran this community and uh, in 2016 and when we kind of kind of closed it it was like 3000 people strong community so and it was really like and you know that time in india uh, this uh, co-working culture was popping up so almost okay. all the co-working spaces in delhi were offering us free cookies free coffee and free space and free audio visual and yeah. free everything for for all in this thing so that that was a very very lovely time and all of a sudden i was being invited at the places and you know getting connected to all top notch guys in this space so this this was all good but since these were entrepreneurs primarily yeah. and they were uh, you know every second entrepreneur was coming to me and telling me that you know these schools are not buying our stuff we are doing so much in innovation and these are not buying stuff and you know <laughs> at times when you keep listening to one idea on a regular basis yeah. so you you feel like there is no smoke without fire so so i thought like Absolutely. okay why not try it out so in in 2016 and i kind of closed that community and started a new yeah. venture edmunks just to yeah. do the research in the school education space and how i can connect those entrepreneurs to these innovative school leaders and i yeah. personally feel had i not started this thing i would be knowing very very little about education like i i really feel when i talk to the entrepreneurs today and yeah. their way of thinking about education is like very shallow most of the cases they understand okay. business very well very well yeah but i have really learned the education side from the school leaders and i okay. really respect them not all school leaders are really innovative very yeah. very small like in in my experience i have met like thousands of school owners or school principals and like yeah. hardly 10 14% people are really innovative but those people are really really like amazing on that so so that was the, just, yeah <laughs> I'm just saying, could you share some innovation that you saw in some of these schools? I mean, for uh, some of our listeners, that what were uh, the innovative practices? Yeah, so I think you know, innovation is a very subjective term. First thing we yeah. need to understand. So, so um, you know, something that is being done in, let's say, a very small town near Batinda, let's say, uh, their innovation will be very different from that is being done in, let's say, a school in Delhi. so if a school in like i usually do this kind of thing so some some yeah. uh, some top like tier 1 school principal will say oh we are very innovative i say okay yeah. let's understand what innovative have you done yeah. so they will tell me oh don't you know we have done we are running this um, lab and in this lab all the top notch guys from the various industries are coming and you know sharing their thing on gratis and everything and i said yeah. so what is your innovation in it since you are in let's say chennai let's say in delhi let's say in mumbai it is available is it available to somebody in bathinda 
so if it is not available yeah. it is nothing like innovation frankly yeah. Yeah, but but if if they are doing it and they are trying to go out and find out right people who can really share something at their end this is innovation so so we need to understand how they are doing things something which is not even being dreamt of in their place and then they are doing it i would say this is innovation right and innovation is usually like you know uh, uh, generally like i work on the 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 other side of skill side of the children also yeah. so so this creativity thing or innovation thing this is like you know very much well connected kind of thing so if you if you really see creativity is when you kind of can use multiple ideas to create a singular idea these ideas are coming from different segments you combine them yeah. together and this is called creativity in the same way innovation is when you are doing it and you are also making it executable stuff Yeah. that becomes innovation so so when you are able to connect various ideas from different um, you know places and then co- connect together and then able to execute it so so even i would say naming your let's say different classroom in different ways can be innovation so like let's say all my classes are named uh, by let's say some 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 mountains so himgiri nilgiri this that yeah. this is also innovation so innovation can come in many many ways and there are there are like high end level of innovation also so just imagine yeah. that a school is running in a way that you know the the teachers are not changing rooms but the students are changing room this is innovation so so every time this is done now they will go to the maths room now they will go to the science room now they will go to the lab now they will go to library so this is the way so they are not like my my homeschooler my daughter 10 year old now yeah. very soon going to be 11 year old and um, recently she told me that um, so you know that what is in there in the school so what happens so i i kind of started telling so you know you go there you every 40 minute the 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 period will change and then some other teacher will come and she said okay so i will keep sitting over there so i said yes you will keep sit in that uh, you know keep yeah. sitting that that chair only and for how long i said for the entire day but but in between you can go and you know if you are mischievous you can you know jump out yeah. and <laughs> things in between but then even i will have to sit the entire day in that seat only at one place i said yes but papa this is torture you see so we are not yeah. thinking things from the perspective of children and these schools are thinking yeah yeah So, so, so innovation can come in many, many this is, shapes. Yeah, this is, and this just sets the tone so well for what you're doing right now. I mean, what you're doing right now is nothing short of innovation in creating cultural consciousness. So, for our listeners, if you could just share uh, your journey with Mokshpath and what brought you to even uh, start this venture, which I think is just amazing. Yeah. So, so like. i when when somebody asked me in person like what what you really want to do or what you are really excited about so i would always say i am excited about some some like a futuristic uh, uh, learning or future of work and how you kind of go yeah. into that space and i i was actually trying to build a community for parents and i was calling them progressive parents and doing some stuff and uh, i was trying to understand what really we we need to teach to children to you know really connect with that that whole thing and i kind of tried to understand it in in four segments so i i kind of like making frameworks 
basically so i i thought like the the first thing you need to understand that you need to kind of connect your children with with the like giving them the big picture what it is all about what kind of like that um, sustainable earth so do they know about that challenge do they know about like how the the workplace is changing gig economy and all those sort of things how technology is changing this world and all those sort of things then the second thing which is like very important in that whole four segment and that is can your child make a life philosophy this is very very important this is something you need to give so so do they really know how to find their own element can they connect with their roots yeah Yeah. can they can they kind of foresee what is their vision how to develop vision yeah. all those yeah. sort of things come into this part yeah. so connecting with the roots was the thing which was like uh, you know getting connected to me yeah. um, and then probably i i kind of uh, accidentally came into this it this was yeah. technically not my idea it is my younger yeah. sister's idea she lives in states and uh, yeah. you know you know so so this is a whole story if if you really want i can share yeah no no so but i can completely relate to that i mean a lot of our parents uh, who are enrolled in our platform they also come with, to us with the same problem statement that my children are consuming so much content which is international but uh there's really no alternatives for them to develop this kind of cultural uh, learning i mean for example uh when we were growing up we would spend time with our nani dadi the relatives and they would tell us a lot about their families three about stories but today time especially because of the pandemic right mm-hmm. that whole bond has really broken down so how do you i mean really convey that Uh, this culture in such a way that children can consume well and they can understand also because you understand that i mean a 6 year old and a 14 year old are two different generations so almost, how are you almost every two years children are like totally a different character <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah so i i would say you know like our initiative name is the mokshapath and mokshapath is is basically a, an enterprise that is trying to gamify the the culture for children but the moment we do this um, <laughs> there are a lot of people who really kind of condemn the idea of connecting with the culture and when they kind of you know listen to me some of the times they realize that we are not that standard kind of people who are trying to teach religion yeah. you see so what we are doing it is something it's it's kind of a study we for last 6 month we have just been doing research to really understand this whole thing that what we are trying to do and and i usually tell this to people that forget about my initiative what mokshapath is doing just listen to these ideas so that you can help your children in that ways so so what we say uh, let's say you have a niece or nephew or your child and you want to connect them to um, you know that ancient uh, wisdom or culture or traditions or scriptures or whatever you kind of say it. now we we consider it as a media challenge so what happened around 6 month ago it, this is this is the time like um, i was building an enterprise with the name of hive makers which was helping um, startups to connect their brand communities and it was going very well people started kind of getting into it and um i was really very excited because i was really trying to build something very huge and then this my younger sister she lives in state and she kind of called me one day and she said bhaiya like this is this is the issue 
I'm trying to connect my son and he's also 10 and uh, to, to the, the, you know, that Hindu uh, culture thing. And I'm finding these, these difficulties. And in the beginning, I was not able to even understand, comprehend what she was really meaning. And uh, so I said, she, she wanted me to help her kind of build that business. So I said, I can help you just like that, but I cannot be a part of it. So tell me what you are trying to do. So she said, I'm trying to connect children with this thing. So, and she was saying that she wanted to build a, a kind of a workshop or something. And I said, at least when you're trying to do business, think like how you can scale it. So, so probably you need to kind of uh, start thinking like a board game. How can you build a board game that is more connecting to children? So, and she kind of started making that board game thing. And I kind of went into Hive Makers again, building brand communities. But then she came to me and then, uh, you know, it was a very amazing thing. It was such an amazing thing that, you know, I kind of decided I will not be working on Hive Makers. I will be working on this now. And then the research started. If I really want to work into this, I really want to understand it first because she was really telling me a lot of problems. This thing is an issue. This thing is. So we tried to kind of jot it down all these issues. And we found that there are three major difficulties in connecting your children to the, the you know, culture. The first is, and this is all media issues. We are not trying to do that, you know, that uh, different um, um, type of people who are doing a lot of things around this. We are trying to say simple thing, any, any culture, any religion, people who want to connect their children with the religion will be able to use this idea. Yeah. So, so we are saying the first issue is media limitation. Yeah. Media limitation is like when you are trying to, uh, let's say, let's say um, we are working on Hindu culture. So if you are trying to connect your uh, children with Hindu culture, you need to, there are two things in the religion. One is stories and the other second is rituals. What people do, people do not tell stories and they try to push rituals. So for a, for a certain time, right. the child is doing for Prasad, but later on they start kind of nagging for it. So now they do not want to connect because you're pushing rituals without stories. Yeah. Now stories, you yourself do not know. Hmm. Like I, I usually tell people, you know, very little about actually about the whole thing. Yeah. Let me give you an example and just, just try to see. People think that we know already Ramayan and we know at least yeah. all the major characters of Ramayan. Yeah. Right. And I usually yeah. ask them, okay, then tell me what was the name of mother of Sita? Yeah. Okay. Wow. Right? Yeah. And, and then you realize, Are, we do not even know this. How can that be true? No, no, no. That cannot be true. I should think, I should think. And you keep thinking for like five, 10, 20 minutes and you realize you do not know. So, so the issue is that you think, you know, a lot, but media is very limited and you know, only that what is available on the internet. So the, the, the whole culture is like this. And this whole very small part of this is, is only kind of, you know, and in today's world, like uh, you see one God gets an animation in their name and they become the, the talk of the town. So, so for example, uh, um, animation on Krishna becomes successful and almost all the stories today you try to find out internet will be around Krishna. Most of yeah. the stories today you try to find it will be around Krishna. Yeah. Right. And then the second can be around Ganesha because Ganesha's animation is also very successful. And then yeah. third is Hanuman because there yeah. uh, is also a, a thing. 
but then after that you start getting a you know this is the whole thing and even about these gods you know only very very skew uh, yeah. part of it so you may not be knowing about samantakmani but you may be knowing about kaliya daman when it comes to krishna let's say so so those kind of thing so what we are trying to say that you know you need to first understand that media is very limited and you need to first learn how to get the larger part of the media you see and uh, so this is one problem that we are we are seeing that need needed to be solved yeah. second challenge that we found that media authenticity yeah initially what was the source sources was the authentic sources the scriptures mm. right so so you know you had um, puran you have bhagavat puran or those sort of, sort of thing vedas and all those sort of things and and yeah. our ramayana and mahabharat and there are like many many stories in these things but when it comes to um, um, you know you know uh, do we know all about this no but when internet came any and everybody started searching and it was now about keywords so which is working so almost any blogger is willing to write on any of the things which is working so the the mm. quality of the content now it is bogus actually a lot of content that you read is wrong yeah right so now it is not kaliya daman story anymore it is krishna and the evil snake so gradually you will even do yeah. not know what was the name of the snake snake yeah. right so this is the yeah. authenticity issue and then yeah. the third is media linguistics so the content is not talking to children it is talking to adults mm. so it is something like um nachiketa said to rishivar what is the 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 crux of the life no this is so difficult even to kind of comprehend for the adults how would yeah. a child will understand so we needed to solve this thing these three things so yeah. the, the media limitation so how we can talk about more so like do you know anything about let's say um, um janme jay story which is like very well known these are not rare stories i'm talking about the parikshit story or janme jay story yeah. or or uh, nahush story or you know how much you know about even about your rishis how much you know about uh, let's say kapil muni for example yeah very little you know about these people so then second is authenticity we are coming from a place where like my nana ji and dada ji both kind yeah. of studied in uh, uh, banaras hindu university both were shastri so yeah. that sanskrit was coming over there and then then we could see that sanskrit was made up we found on the internet made up shlokas in sanskrit made up shlokas mm. and we could see these were made ups yeah so so you you see like for for a, <laughs> a lay person sanskrit is by default authentic so that authenticity yeah. is a challenge and then the third part the linguistics so how we can kind of connect with the children so we started building board games activities and all those sort of yeah. things so that it yeah. can really talk to children so i think that yeah. probably answers your question how we are trying yeah. to see, do this thing yeah no i think it i think you explained it very well and i mean i'm just enthralled by your by your storytelling to be honest like the way <laughs> you really <laughs> shared your insights and but i mean but this is a genuine problem i mean and what i find very interesting about what you said especially was how you're disseminating this information because education per se is not just what happens in a classroom i mean learning can happen in any format right and this is what we have seen i mean it was one of our objectives 
when we started we skill right that there is a lot beyond our curriculum it's the extra curriculars so developing those skills of creativity communication and confidence which will be the 21st century skills and mm-hmm. determine how people uh, go forward mm-hmm. so what i mean through your experiences with homeschoolers with this whole your research for cultural education where do you see the future of education i mean how do you think that this futuristic education is going to take shape yeah so i was actually touching up on that thing earlier also but let yeah. me kind of so in 2018 uh, april i kind of published my first book and this was around okay. how to help your kids think computationally so till that time no artificial intelligence and everything was being talked about but i was at that point of time releasing a book on computational thinking because you know yeah. now it is uh, by default the the first skill that you really want to teach to your child yeah but then even people are pushing their children to coding because they think it is all about coding not about computational thinking because because what you really consume is the best marketed content not the best content yeah. you see that's the that's the yeah. challenge you always consume the best marketed content and not the best content yeah so so when you really want to connect your child to the future because that's what i have been doing Uh, all the time and you know now <laughs> a few friends of mine say you have always been working on future and now you are working on past what has happened <laughs> <laughs> so so i tell them the, this thing so we literally what we are doing we are te- technically seeing that we'll be talking about con- critical thinking we'll be talking about connecting the dots we'll be talking about problem solving all the things that we are building is for these skills literally yes. right so as i was telling you those four segments i kind of uh, yeah. left in between so the first one was giving the big picture then yeah. the second part is like you know building the life philosophy and the third yeah. thing which is which is very very important is is how to think giving them the thinking skills it is yeah. like very very important so so you um, i can recall this uh, this um, um, i'm not recalling the exact name indian institute of science and fundamental research iasfm yeah. which yeah. something like this huh? so um, they ran a program it was a large program on critical thinking okay right? and i really loved that program so so what we really need to teach children is these kind of skills thinking skills yeah. and thinking comes in many many ways like you know social thinking i can still yeah. recall you were going in a in a in a lane and all of a sudden the other side kind of block jam get a jam now you will see the the somebody from the same lane will kind of take, you know move from the 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 thing and mm. in a, in a in a very short time people will be like stuck mm. so that one way will never work because we have not been trained on social thinking yeah. even environmental thinking we like what we actually know about that sustainable earth and all that thing is only ped lagao put the trees that's it that is the entire thing over here on the curriculum of the, all the schools and all the colleges and all the mechanisms people do not know beyond this only a very very skew percent so what we really need to do is first let's start thinking so this is the third part of this whole yeah. thing and then the fourth part is which you are doing at we skill um giving them the skill so self transformation yeah. what all yeah. things you can do for transforming yourself yeah. isn't it yeah. like yeah 
for example let's say take take media literacy so yeah. today if your child do not know about how to manage media how to kind of let's say edit video that basics uh, you know creating a uh, many many children you will find like those 10th grader 9th grader 8th grader yeah. will be able to kind of edit videos and putting on the internet and you know doing much amazing work then compared to me like what i can do this is a good thing you need to kind of the the other thing let's say is coming data science so can we really help them to learn it early now the challenge is let's say you want to teach machine learning to a younger child they are willing to learn it but that linguistics is also a challenge here that media linguistics yeah. because all that content that is teaching machine learning today is talking to adults not Absolutely. to children Absolutely. so that is a gap so yeah. people if if they really understand enterprises like you and parents yeah. if both of them understand that this is a different content that needs to be created and this yeah. will be expensive because this is being created for a for a like skew audience and if you and can create that thing yeah. that is an amazing thing literally and just to one other skill that or uh, what we really really pride ourselves in is just happiness i think that children uh, happy children are what makes the country much better and that's what like i we i would careful. not comment on this um, <laughs> <laughs> on the internet because you are saying and i am on your show but yeah, frankly yeah. happiness is not the goal when we are happy we are doing much less work we are not innovating when we are happy we are innovating when we are bored children do innovation only when they are bored you know this is something that i have learned from there this is a this is a gimmick which is being spread by people because this is a new word now everybody is looking for new happiness is not the goal Sure. you see you understand that yeah. you need to press push things and then they will be kind of doing some new thing so the idea is that can you create that linguistics that they can really you know want to do that thing so so and yes you are right when you are saying happiness because happiness is a good thing when you create that that um, conducive environment 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 yeah. yes so so if you are creating yeah. that conducive environment happiness yeah. thing this is a good thing so you are not pushing yeah. if if you will not do this i will kill you that kind of a thing is very <laughs> bad right yes. but but yeah. the idea is make them like let them feel bored then only they will innovate <laughs> yeah, yeah isn't it so conduciveness yeah, happiness is is absolutely yes. must you you cannot kind of threaten people yeah. to really do something new yeah yeah no yeah. so, and uh, what we genuinely believe in is that and as a parent that you would also have felt with your child that you can't push the children to do stuff they they have to really feel it themselves they have to be passionate about it and i i i want to share one thing very you know yeah. usually when you become parent your child is there you you want to kind of brag so i want to brag yeah. one thing which which kind of made me happy so yeah. so last year uh, she's 10 now like uh, so yeah. until last year also she was 10 so she was giving yeah. uh, a session to a uh, school children set of school oh. children and these were 10th graders and i yeah. kind of recall they you know after the session they all said nikisha you are an inspiration and this and that and we yeah. do not believe that like she's a very average kid people feel it for different reasons and she also felt that was i'm an average kid 
but then what happened that that one boy asked a, a spontaneous question to her that okay nikisha what is the go- your goal of life you know if for even for adults this is a very tough question like if you ask me this question i cannot answer just like that and yeah. she kind of gave a prompt reply oh to learn whatever i can and to help others Yeah, wow. and i i can still feel like even today i cannot give a better answer than this for the goal mm-hmm. of life yeah right so so this is something that we really uh, uh, you know need to give to our, our ch- children so i felt really very happy for that answer yeah. and felt like we were able to do something right with our child no i think what you've done is an amazing job i mean that level of thinking clarity and conviction in her thought process is just amazing i think that's just wow i mean i'm still stunned by that answer <laughs> <laughs> yeah i think it's just so beautiful beautiful uh, communication of this point so on uh, i mean as we just conclude this uh, conversation i mean just want to understand your perspective i mean as a parent right this uh, obviously this pandemic has been tough and there have been different channels of education that has been going around so where do you see this going i mean do you see like what is your view on online education do you think think that that is a good solution or this activity based learning so if you can just share something yeah um it's a, it's a, it's a very long answer i'll try to kind of um, put it yeah. up so there are many things that can be kind of conveyed online and executed offline wow right so um, um like for example we uh, we have just started the mokshapath like uh, let yeah. me do the marketing also at the rate the mokshapath on every social yeah. media but the point is um, what we did we recently did a one week program with the name parampara parampara tradition tradition yeah. so so this is something like whatever is in the past how you convey it to the future uh, generation so what we did we did a 7 days program where we are saying uh, we are telling you small activities that you can do with your child to you know um, whatever you learned from your grandparents or parents or vicinity when you were a child to the yeah. the children and we are trying to tell see you learned so many things and you haven't shared it yet and this is your duty to so how will you do it do these with small activities so can you do this thing today can you do this thing to every morning we were giving one activity and in the evening we were giving them a, a document so that they can understand what was the meaning for this and how they can take a feedback on their own job so this was something which kind of was being done um, online but offline what what i am feeling what i have felt or what i have understood in working in in this space for a long time most of the parents are have been using schools as a nanny right so so they are not really interested you know uh, in the, in the marketing there is a concept called yeah. especially in word of mouth mar- mouth marketing the new love so yeah. when when you kind of get a new apple watch you are trying to show see oh it tells uh, you know this email is coming all that thing you do this but then when when gradually after like two months time nobody yeah. cares you know you you kind of uh, wear a new shoe and you tell hey see this is mascos oh, this is amazing like right? this that but then after a two month three month six month time 
in even in the mud you are wearing those shoes and you don't care so the same way it happens to your child also so if you see on the entire internet for 0 to 2 year maximum buying for children gradually lesser and lesser so now you are only investing into textbooks right you are yeah. not investing into children you are just just investing into nanny Yeah. so that you get the free time so what parents need to understand you need to work it is not that you have offloaded some work to the parent the the schools yeah. or somebody it is your job also to help their your children so you need yeah. to learn things and then you have to work with them. so it has yeah. to be a combination of parents and teachers if it is not happening it will not work well i think that's just i mean that i completely agree with uh, what 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 you said i mean the whole part of the parents have to be very invested in the development of the children and they can't expect someone else to be doing their job i mean right. that is just that is just a wonderful thought process and i is something that i've seen as well on that note i think uh, today's session we will have to wrap it up but I think I I've taken like almost a page of notes now which I'm going to <laughs> think about for a long time because it it's just been so impactful and I wish this session could go on a little bit longer because I think there is just so much to learn from you and from and just so much that like I wish I can take from you but uh thank you so much for your time it's been a wonderful wonderful conversation uh I I hope the listeners have taken back as much as I have from this conversation just the way you approach a problem just the way you i mean have done your bit in reforming education for people around you and i would say that just the way you have educated your daughter i think that is just a very inspiring for us and we hope that we can also uh, convey this to the parents on our platform who have been listening and who have been learning with us uh Thank you so much Anupam uh wish you a good day and thank you so much for your time and and I also wish the same to be skills so sure. thank you